This is a Capricorn FM podcast. So it is hashtag Motivational Mondays. And at the moment, we're in the studio with a guest who we hope will leave you uh, more than just motivated, okay? Maybe a changed person or maybe a changed perspective that you had. Now, we haven't done this in a while where we bring in somebody uh, from different walks of life to talk to us uh, or tell us their stories of, you know, overcoming and thriving under even the harshest conditions. Because here's a fun fact. I'm not sure if it's a fun fact. It is a fact, (laughs) right, that South Africa is ranked number one uh, in the world regarding to cases of uh, the worst mental health hmm. issues. Makes sense. Right? Yeah. And, and and we can't just sit by and and not do anything about it. We can't just sit by and understand it's because of how we were brought up. You know, exactly. we grew up in different yes. communities and, you know, these things are a stigma. Mental health, you know, mm-hmm. you understand what I'm trying to yes, say? They yes. do not understand the impact that... Um, mental illness if i can put it like that or 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 mental health yeah mental Um, state of mind yes Yes. you know uh the the impact that it has on building a community and now we are that because of that yes you understand so we have abigail joining us in the studio right now uh to talk mental health of course and also uh leave us motivated and even more welcome to the show abigail thank you for having me thank you so much uh for coming through um tell us about abigail okay who is abigail as a person Abigail Nyai is a motivational speaker. She's mm-hmm. a counselor. Um, she's a minister of the word of God. Um, mm. She's an orphan. She's a published author. Um, she's a lot of things in one. Uh, but more than anything, she's someone who is striving to improve the mental state of the community and of yeah. everyone through her book and through her life experiences because, yes, she's been through a lot. Well, we, we, we will touch on that book. Uh, I want to speak on something that you just mentioned now. You said you are an orphan. You grew up an orphan. Yes. Uh, so there's more to Abigail. Do you want to tell us about that a little bit? Definitely. Yeah. So I'm a preacher's kid, uh, born and raised in the church. Um, I lost my father at a very young age. Um, and he passed away out of nowhere. He was literally sick for three days. Mm. And then he passed away. Um, he passed away on the 23rd of January, 2006. That was my mom's birthday. All right. Um and, and, and you, as a, a vulnerable girl at the time, I'd like to believe, how did you navigate your way uh, through life, uh, through growing up without, you know, parents at that time? It, well, after the passing of my father, we only had my mom for seven years and then she also departed. Mm. She also passed away in the house. Um, and that wasn't easy because there's the trauma of the actual reality of what happened. I mean, you get to witness somebody passing away in the house you get to be next to a corpse you know it's Mm, not easy there's that trauma Mm, of mm. dealing with that as a child as a young adult that's still growing and um, then there's the actual trauma of realizing that your parents are not just your mother and your father Mm. they are your sponsors they pay for everything because they believe in you to that extent where they financially invest into your dreams into who you are Mm. and then there's the advice they're your advisors you know they're your therapists when you're Mm. going through something you call them and they counsel you you know they they help you to find the solution and they also assist you by walking through each and every step with you yeah 
yeah and 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 i guess them being absent now like as like i mentioned or you had to now figure out how you navigate your way through life you know what i mean and life comes with a lot of things you know life comes with social part of it life has relationships Mm -hmm. you know how were those for you Difficult, mm. very difficult. As a makoti without a mother, a lot of people take advantage of you. They take advantage of that, not just in the you know in relationships, but generally in the world as a whole. Everybody knows that you're alone. Mm. You don't have that support, and you yourself struggle. Your self-esteem shows. Your confidence goes down. You know because you know you're alone. Mm. And for me, I have one sibling, which makes it worse. If yeah. I had a few siblings, you yeah. know, I think there would be that gap would be better filled. But with one sibling, the expectation of me expecting him to be my mother and my father mm. and to have his own life is a little bit too much for him as well. So it's it's a great hit. It's a great shock that an individual has to go through. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's it's very uh, inspiring. I mean, we haven't even gotten yet to the depth of the of of the story, and 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 of course uh, the person that is Abigail. But I can tell that you know the fact that you were brave enough, yes. whether you did it consciously or subconsciously, uh, to kind of fight. Yeah. You know, whether willingly or unwillingly, you know, <laughs> and the fact that you're here, you're yeah. having this conversation with me, that is that is powerful on its own. You know what I mean? It's very inspiring. And, and, and I believe we're going to be having more uh, about you uh, as the time goes. So maybe if you've got any questions you'd like me to throw uh, at Abigail, feel free to do so. Drop me a WhatsApp, okay? 079-899-6226. Or even if it's a voice note, uh, she's going to be in the studio here with me for hashtag Motivational Mondays. More with Abigail coming up shortly. In the presence of Abigail Munyai, an author, a preacher of the word of God and a motivational speaker and a survivor of uh, all the weird things that life had to throw her way, you know. Uh, she's here. How old are you, Abigail? <laughs> what? Uh, you never ask a woman at age. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, but but I, I like the fact that uh, and I mentioned this earlier that you you are here yes. regardless. So you've you've stood the test of time. Yes. A lot of people who face uh, what you faced, you know, and because people we are built differently, yes. you know, Quite a large number of people who walked your path, unfortunately, are not here with us today. Yes, you, you, you know what I mean. They they got tested mentally, physically, spiritually, and they broke. Uh, and you are here, and and that that is what I like about you being here. The fact that we will be able to share your story, yeah. uh, and there's always somebody who walks the same path that we walk. Exactly. You know what I mean. Could yeah. be different parts of the world, but, but the path <laughs> is the same. You yes. know. And, and so now I want to talk to you about uh, Abigail, the teenager. Okay. Okay, we're going to go back to you as a teenager. And I'm asking this because, uh, you know, th- there could be a, or, or there is a teenager out there growing up without parents and feeling some things and thinking like, you know, they are the only ones going through that. What were your challenges uh, as a teenager growing up who had no parents? <laughs> well, there was quite a, a lot. Um, you know, in relationships, for example, a girl mm. would like to talk to her mom, you know, find out, um, you know, advice from her. And, yeah. you know, and I think as a teenager without my father because my relationship with my father was so much stronger than the bond I had with my mom you know that's Mm. how it happens it's always like a favorite sort of a thing so for me it was hard not having a father figure because every woman looks for a man who reminds her or imitates her father Mm. and you know not having that father figure you know all I had was a memory and my memory was not that long because he passed away at an early age. So mm. I remember struggling with that because in your partner, in your boyfriend, you look for your father. Mm. You look for traits that remind you of that security and that love, mm. that protection that you got from your father. That's why a father figure is so, so important yeah. in a young girl's life. 
Yeah. And um, what, are, what are some of the things that uh, I'd say maybe uh, you, you wish you knew back then you know what i mean because yeah. there was nobody there to guide you uh there was nobody there to kind of point you in the right direction there was nobody you could confine in yeah. uh more especially when it came to relationships and other things you know mm-hmm. uh, but but what, what what would you say are some of the things that you wish you knew you know back then that yeah. you know could actually help out somebody right now we are not as smart as we think we are you know mm. and i think that is the major major lesson that i learned that i didn't know as much as i thought that i did um a lot of the wrong choices that i made you know as my mom she would reprimand me um but i wouldn't listen because i thought i was so wise i thought i knew it all mm. you know i thought wow i've got it what does she know she's old fashioned you know mm. if i had known then what i know now i would have listened and thanked her for every lesson she tried to teach me rather than being rebellious rather than doing the opposite of what she was telling me because man a life will humble you Mm. life will get you on your knees and a lot of times it's because we don't hear we don't Mm. want to hear we are we have selective hearing and we think we are wiser even if a friend comes to you with advice or an older person they sit you down and say d there's this and this i've noticed with you can you change it Mm. you know our response to that is always who do they yeah, think they are yeah. but if we could teach ourselves to have an ear that actually listens to hear we would learn so much and maybe we would even reduce the number of mistakes mm. that we make and uh speaking of which right um you you mentioned earlier in the uh in the in the, in the beginning of our chat that um you know, uh, it was difficult for you to navigate relationships. Uh, you were at a point in Makoti without yeah. uh, a mother and, you know, people kind of took advantage about that. Yes. And then uh, that somewhere somehow led to your divorce. Yes. And, you know, um, and there's a stigma yes. around, you know, women who, you know, just came out of marriage yes. in the form of divorce. Uh, Mokitrang, when I'm from Lewahomu, so Baba Bija Maritain soldier, you know, there's just like this weird uh, names that they give them, you know. And at that time, you, you know, you were vulnerable because uh, you had no proper family structure. You know what I mean? How did you work around that? How did you navigate that? Well, I, I took it upon myself to take responsibility for my actions. And I say that because the reason why I got into the marriage in the first place was because I caved into the peer pressure, the co- pressure of the community saying, you're a preacher's kid, you have a child out of wedlock, you have to do what's right. And mm. what did I do? I paid my own dowry to get married. Why? Because I wanted to please the crowd. But mm. where that where did that lend me? You know, I resulted in a marriage that wasn't working, that wasn't functional. Mm. So how I navigated myself out of that is to shut every voice and to close my ears to everyone and everything else. And I took responsibility for my own decisions and actions going forward. I accepted and I acknowledged that I was wrong, but I forgave myself for that mm. mistake and I took the power within myself to move forward rather than to dwell on the past. And I didn't care anymore whose opinion or who said what anymore. It was just about how do I survive? How do yeah. I keep my head above water? All right, Abigail, I'm going to give you an air horn, okay? <laughs> Uh, thank you so much. You know, I, 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 um, I think actually we're going to be taking a little bit of a break now. Hashtag motivational Mondays. It's Capricorn and family, Popo Sartre's frequency, Capricorn Drive. Dinko, uh, we're still continuing our conversation here uh, with the lovely Abigail Munyai. Now, Abigail, 
the, the beginning of our conversation, we we kind of you know touched on the surface about everything. We touched on uh, Abigail, uh, the motivational speaker. We touched on Abigail, uh, the author, Abigail, the church girl. But we didn't go into depth about those. And I think maybe this is the time where we can you know individually pick out uh, those particular things. And let's start with the with the church aspect of things you know what i mean uh, you speak proudly of how spirituality kind of you know guided you and and kind of uh, provided refuge for you during those times you know and you also spoke on how you go to church or you went to church merely as a church goer and not uh, necessarily a born again and now being fully vested in, in, into the church talk to us about that being born into a preacher's kid, there is no choice. You have to go to church. Mm. My house, my rules. You know how yeah, it is in yeah. the black families. It's, mm. it's either you go to church, otherwise you're getting a belt or yeah. whipping. Yeah, so I was born into that kind of a structure. My dad was super, super strict. And you had to go to church. You had to be on time. Mm. Not just church, cell, and every other thing that would happen at church. Band mm. practice, cleaning the church. So I found myself numb in such a way that I wasn't feeling anything because all I was doing was going through the motions. My heart was not converted. So I didn't understand Christianity and I didn't know God. And therefore, it didn't work for me. Remember, mm. for any faith, whatever you believe in, for it to work for you, you need to be vested and you need to believe in it. You need yeah. to be aware to whatever it entails and mm. what it's about. So I wasn't. So when my father passed away, when my mother passed away, I followed the recipe that Christianity teaches. You yeah. pray, you ask, and you shall receive, yeah. which is what I did, but they passed away anyways. So I became angry at God. You know, I was mm. like, this God is not faithful he doesn't love me mm. i did what they said i should do but still i didn't get the results that i thought i would mm. get i followed the recipe didn't get the right you know results yeah. and so i became angry and i rebelled and threw myself to the world because why i tried the christianity thing and it didn't work for me and so i found myself at the end of the day um you know <laughs> i was just I, I was just really hurt and angry because why here I am, grew up in the church all my life. I gave myself to the church. I was a worshiper. I was moving around, spreading the word of God, but my life was falling apart. All right, I can imagine. Now, now also, Abigail, you, you wrote a book about your experiences. You yes. know, I think you detailed everything in that particular book. And look, uh, now you're here motivating people. So naturally, people would kind of think, oh, okay, you know, Abigail, she's, she's strong. She, she kind of conquered uh, this burden that she had for, for her entire life, you know. Uh, but do you ever necessarily heal uh, from childhood trauma, you know? Or is it something that you find a way to accommodate in your life and then just move on? You know, acknowledging the fact that this is me, this is part of me, this is what happened. This is this will forever be attached to my name or my being as Abigail. Or, you know, do you find a way to move on? Well, to be honest with you, there is no such thing as permanent healing. And even with your own wounds, mm. you know, physically, the doctors will tell you that something can go and bring and open up those old wounds. So forever, we need to know that healing and dealing with all our past and all the traumas that arise from our past mm. is a constant process. It's, it's an everyday thing. Mm. For example, I'll give you an example of forgiveness. If someone has hurt you. And someone has disappointed you to the point where you are hurt and torn apart. You may 
get yourself to be convinced that you've forgiven them. But wait until the day something small happens that triggers that memory. Mm. And it makes it so fresh that it's as if it happened yesterday. And now all of a sudden you feel like you've just taken a thousand steps back. Why? It's an everyday process. You teach Mm. yourself consciously to make the choice and the decision to forgive all over again as you remember. As it's triggered. So the memory and the loss and the pain and everything that I've gone through, it gets triggered. If something happens and I wish my mom was here, now I'm back 15 years ago where she's gone, mm. you know. And and I need to teach myself and everybody needs to adjust themselves to that point where every day you forgive, every day you heal, you mourn, you get over it, you pick yourself up. Every single day. It's not yeah. a once-off process. Lovely, lovely. Um, and also, because, you know what, I am really pressed for time, but I really want to uh, ask you to do this. You know what I mean? If you've got any last words at all uh, to, to families, particularly uh, as an aunt or an uncle who's raising, you know, my sibling's child or just families that are raising kids who have lost both parents, what, 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 what words would you want to share with them? All we need is love. That's all we need. That's all a child needs because through that love, they get guidance. Through Mm. that love, they get protection. You know, through that love, they get security, which is what we actually need. When we're saying we miss the gap that our parents leave behind, it's not the physical gap or the, you know, the financial gap. Mm. We miss that love, that comfort, that security and that protection. That's all they Mm. need. You're overcompensating by buying them everything and not being present. Yeah. That's all they need. And you know what? Just to add on to that, I remember, um, I don't know if I saw this on, like in the news or I was reading an article, how a lady said, or, um, you know, it, it also ties into what you're saying now and what you said earlier, what, uh, you know, usually you would look for your, your lost loved one's traits yes. in your partner yes. or in your friends or whatever the case may be and only finding what a, the love that is the gap that is missing exactly. in your life. You now start searching for it in, exactly. in guys mm. and, and stuff like that and usually that spirals down uh, terribly. So... Yes. Um, thank you once again for taking your time and uh, sharing with us your story. I just want to also share this tweet. This one comes from Bugs Bayfield mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter. says, Nuggets of Wisdom, D, loving the interview and big shout out to author, motivational speaker and preacher Abigail Munyai. All right. Uh, you've got a fan you've got a fan (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much (laughs) all right thank you uh once again abigail uh you've got a book that is out um what is the name of the book from the view of a precious kid (laughs) oh nice and is it available online can i hit you up on your facebook uh how do i get the book from you well the book is available internationally in both hard copy and electronic copy so those who want a digital copy they can get it you can get it on take a lot you can get it on amazon you can get it book depository i've got it on red shelf i've got it every Mm. single way Mm. what you can do to make your life easier just google abigail munyai then you will see my business profile pop up click on website and there you can easily get um linked to Mm. every avenue that you could possibly get it in all right uh thank you abigail best of luck uh with every future endeavor uh, i believe there's still more great things heading your way you know what i mean you gotta change lives <laughs> that's the you know? plan yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan i want to impact the whole world yes all right thank you again this is abigail munyai speaking to us today on hashtag motivational mondays mondays rather go get mondays motivational mondays uh, she's speaking to us regarding uh her life her path her journey she's a motivational speaker uh she's an author due check out her website which is on google just google abigail munyai her website will pop up on her profile you can also check out uh, some of the stuff that she's doing there and she's also 
uh, a preacher yeah. of the word of God. <laughs> Thank you so much, Abigail, for coming through. Thank you for having me. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.